Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. Welcome to this summer retrospective series. One of my favorite things about this podcast is that it is truly a community of guests and listeners, and you often connect with each other apart from me. When my guests share so deeply and vulnerably with us, the listeners, I feel like it's important to try to stay in touch and continue the conversation as much as possible. So in this spirit, I reached out to a few guests for follow-up interviews, and I'll be airing them for five weeks this summer. These interviews are each 30 minutes or less and totally unedited, so you're getting the raw thoughts of both myself and my guests. Hello, and I hope you are having a wonderful July, my friends. I am back this week with the third episode in the retrospective series, and today we welcome Brittany of Brittany Breaks Bread. As soon as my husband heard the first five minutes of Brittany's original episode released last summer, John looked at me and said, wow, she has a great personality. That personality, along with Brittany's hard work, came together this year for a huge amount of success in Brittany's food blogging business. While she does continue to work as a research scientist, Brittany makes time for recipe development, sponsored work, and co-starring in a commercial with none other than Phyllis from The Office. Or if you're not an Office fan, Phyllis is also famous for her role as sadness in Inside Out. But this year of massive business growth is not all. Brittany also recently shared a huge personal announcement, and I know you will join me in congratulating her and her husband on the fact that they are welcoming a baby boy this fall. As promised, this series is raw, and in fact, in this episode, I get a little more personal with my tone and conversational style as well. However, in the interest of full disclosure, I do want to share that I went back and added some minor editing to this episode just to honor Brittany's professional obligations. It makes no difference in terms of the content. Also, this episode contains lengthy discussions about pregnancy, motherhood, and just womanhood in general. So if those topics are heavy or sensitive for you right now, Brittany and I both respect your grief. We empathize with you. We don't want to add to your pain with our conversation. So please do feel free to skip this one. And with all of that said, here is a warmest welcome to Brittany and another especially warm welcome to you, the listeners, because you make this community so wonderful. Hi, Becky. Hey, Brittany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. I'm so good. I was thinking before we got on this call, I was downstairs working out. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, I think of all the guests I've ever had, you are just the most pure, absolute sweetest person. Like everything you say is just so sweet and gentle and kind and oh, cheerful my. and bright. <laughs> Thank you. I, I please record that and send it to my mom. <laughs> I'm sure she would love to hear that because she's like, I'm pretty sure I'm of the t- of my of the two um, children that she has me between me and my sister. I'm sure I'm, I was always the more mouthy one. But oh, really? <laughs> 
but thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. <laughs> That's how I've experienced you personally and probably, um, yeah, like what I see over on social media. You just kind of always have something kind of sweet and gentle to say, something oh. uplifting. It's a nice, It's a nice way to be. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You, I feel the same way about you. I feel like you have such a gentle spirit. <laughs> yeah. spirit. Like you're so easy to talk to. And like, you know, I feel like I just wanted to tell you my life story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's funny. Like you said, the people who know me best, I have quite a salty side and um, doesn't come out very much on here because really it's my job to listen. But um, I actually was writing my bio for the website a little while ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, you know, I'm going to actually comment about this. And I, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I said something to the effect of, I'm never short on opinions, but this is my opportunity to just listen, which um, I think I actually, it's part of what I enjoy so much about the podcast is I have completely removed from myself all pressure to form or express an opinion. It's just mm -hmm. my job to listen. But yeah, I've got them, Brittany. And I <laughs> I find that I'm less and less, um, I feel that I'm equally tolerant with other people's opinions. But when when I feel that people are speaking nonsense and it's hurting people around me, I I don't have the filter I used to have. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the filter, it, it gets rolled back yep. as time goes on. Cause I feel like <laughs> when I was younger, I feel like it was just far more choice with my word. And now mm. I'm just like, nope, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a friend last night and I said, you know, I used to wonder how old I would be before I felt I could just, you know, you look at older people and they just say what they think. Mm -hmm. And um, I used to be like, I can't wait till that age. And last night I said, it turns out today is that age. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had a friend who told me, like I used to come to her and ask her for her advice. And like, mm. what do you think about this? And she's like, Brittany, you care way too much about people. She mm. said, but I bet you as soon as you hit 30, all that's going to change. You're going to have less mm -hmm. patience for people who don't want you in your, who, mm -hmm. you know, who don't treat you well, or people who, um, you know, just mm -hmm. are constantly pulling from you and, and never, you know, giving back or, you know, various things. Um, and no truer words have ever been spoken. Isn't that it's, interesting? It's so true. Soon as I want to say a couple months into 30, my patience <laughs> just, it just diminished like exponentially. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm 42. So <laughs> I think where you'll be in a decade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, there is a genuine difference between um, kindness and, I mean, somebody needs to speak sometimes, and sometimes it needs to be us. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying is there's a difference between kindness and uh, fear. Okay. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, because I feel like if they could go hand in, they could go hand in hand. Yes. But as a single entity, they're kind of not related at all. Mm. Uh, that's interesting. I have to ponder on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got a decade to do that. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> but okay. but a big, big, big personal change in your life actually might affect all of this. I, I would venture to say. So can you just everyone keeps telling me my whole <laughs> perspective on life and just things are just going to be completely different and, and that's okay. And I'm, why? Tell the listeners why they might not know. I am pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's so wonderful. Um, when are you due? I'm due October 5th of this okay. year. Okay. Well, naturally, of course, not next year, but yes. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, God, no. Oh, my word. <laughs> I yes. I was pregnant for like two years and I, I just couldn't imagine. Yeah, I know. And now don't you want to like weep and just hold an elephant mama every time you see her? <laughs> and I tell you, I have a newfound respect for women um, and people who have had children. Mm. Man, <laughs> It is truly like mind blowing. I, mm. I have so much respect, whether you are someone who's carried a child or someone who mm. mothers and fosters a child, man, I just have a whole newfound respect. And especially like my own mother, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like already my paradigm is shifting mm-hmm. um, in that regard. It's It's been a very... A beautiful journey, of course, mm-hmm. valleys and, and peaks and all that good stuff. And I know I'm only six months in, mm-hmm. but like, I just feel, I don't know, my, 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 my line of thinking is, mm-hmm. is a lot different now, mm-hmm. What I just and- my money on and how I'm saving is mm-hmm. different. Like just so many things have just shifted, you know, mm-hmm. nothing, I wouldn't say anything you know, major or like huge, Mm -hmm. but just little daily things that I can guarantee you, I was not thinking of the last time we spoke. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to factor in now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're just accountable to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we, um, we found out that we were expecting, well, actually, I, well, I found out first, naturally, <laughs> I something was going on. Did you, sus- yeah, did you suspect? Yeah, I knew before I even took a pregnancy test. Like, I kind of just, yeah. I, I don't know if it's intuition or if yeah. it was just, I don't know, just God talking to me. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. And what's even more funny is that um Chrissy uh, yes yeah I adore Chrissy yes isn't she the best yes Chris let's just say her because I'm not editing this at all so we have to throw everything in here um so I think it's Chrissy Clark right I'm looking her up yeah absolutely life by life by Chrissy Clark on yes Mm -hmm. Chrissy Um, with a k and Clark with a c yeah yes yes um she called me to tell me that she was pregnant and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. I'm like, you're not going to believe this, but something tells me that I might be pregnant. too. (laughs) He's like, did you take a test? And I'm like, no, it's still too early. And I'm like, uh, she said, girl, if you don't go and take a test now, she's like, those, uh, whatever, I think it was EPT can tell you like five days before you miss period. And I'm like, I know it's earlier and earlier, right? 
yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. So I took one and mm-hmm. the line was so faint. It was, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, she said, did you take the test? And I said, yeah, it was, it was really faint. She said, oh my God, <laughs> that means you're pregnant. She's like, if there's a line there, there's That's a it. baby. <laughs> That's it. You're not barely pregnant. You're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was kind of just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever. And then she's like, take one tomorrow. I bet you it'll be darker. So I waited um, and I took one the next day and I was like, oh my, oh my. Wow. <laughs> because it does. The hormones, they double in your body every day there it's at the insane. beginning, right? Yeah. And you probably started to feel it real quickly then. I just had like mild cramping, which is oh. abnormal for me because that's not something that I typically mm-hmm. experience on a monthly mm-hmm. basis. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was just, it was so, I don't even know the word to describe it really. It's one of those out-of-body experiences, you know? Mm. And wow, like, uh, I'm giving life, me? Like, Mm. I'm going to be somebody's mom? Like, Mm. what? (laughs) This is insane. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's been... Yeah, it's almost too awesome to grasp. Yeah, I don't think there's a word that really Mm -mm. encompasses what it means or Mm -mm. or how it feels. Mm -mm. No, I think think the word miracle has become almost... um, like, I think we overuse the word. And yet when it does come to this like whole concept of reproducing and carrying a life around inside you, I actually think it's a totally appropriate word, even though it happens all the time to women across the world. I mean, there's probably what millions of women pregnant right now, Mm -hmm. every single time. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a miracle when you think of all the things that can go wrong. Yeah. And when they don't, that's a miracle. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. Honestly, that I, I think that that's a really good way to put it, especially because I know quite a few people who are struggling with infertility. Yes, mm-hmm. um, and it it actually is a difficult thing to talk about around mm-hmm. those you know my friends who are who are experiencing yeah. that. Um, so I think that miracle is is quite apt for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. How have you handled that? How do you um, how do you celebrate your joy, but also show sensitivity? You know, it's a really difficult space to maneuver. It um, is. I I try to put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. because I know for a fact that if it were me experiencing that, I would still be happy for my my friend mm-hmm. who conceived. Um, it's more of a I don't you know, just constantly say I'm pregnant. I'm going right. to get that, you know, right. it's more so, you know, I, I feel like more so if they ask a question, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll answer it, but I am not so readily to volunteer that information, especially yeah. randomly. Like I wouldn't randomly reach out and say, Hey, guess what? I'm, you know, I'm six months today. Like, you know, yeah. Um, so it it's kind of just, I, I kind of just, feel it out as I go along. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I said, if they ask a question, I'm happy to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't rub it in anybody's face. No, no, no. Yeah. Because I imagine mm-hmm. that's got to be quite painful. Oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's got to be a, a really tough spot to be in. So yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it is, you know, like one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. So if there are millions of people, probably at any given time, 
there are another subset of millions, you know, a quarter (laughs) that are crazy part is that you can't see it. It's not like, you know, someone has like a blemish on their face. It says, Oh, that's indicative of, of this happening to your body. It's, it's, it's not something that, um, right. You can actively, like, I can talk about a new recipe on Instagram, but it's not like folks are going to be like, Hey, guess what happened to me today? You know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, it does sound like you're handling it in a way that shows a lot of, um, yeah, love and sensitivity towards towards those around you. And I'm glad that you haven't felt pressure to suppress your own joy. You just limit the way you talk about it, which I think is a really good balance. I think sometimes we can almost maybe even carry around some guilt. And um, it doesn't feel like you're struggling with that or anything. I mean, I think more so at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that also... I had to come into being comfortable within my own space mm-hmm. and saying, this is, you know, a time in my life that I can't get back and feeling guilty is you shouldn't feel guilty for a blessing, you know? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And so yes, it, you kind of just have to move past it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of the beginning and the end of it. Cause it, it's, you do yourself a disservice by not celebrating this mm-hmm. miracle as you mm-hmm. put it. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, uh, yeah. Well, good for you. Good for you. So <laughs> I am very happy for you. I, um, and, and how do you feel now? You said early on, you didn't have a lot of strong symptoms. So now you're, gosh, let's see um, what in about, what are you about 24 weeks? 25 weeks as of Tuesday. 25 weeks as of Tuesday. So are you feeling pretty good? Yeah. You know, the first like six weeks was fine. And uh-huh. then I started to develop like these really strong smell aversions. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. um, weird food aversions. Mm-hmm. But right around 12 weeks, I feel like I kind of got my mojo back. Good. Um, <laughs> I had like this burst of energy. I was cooking every day. I was working. Good. And, um, and now I'm, I'm good. I have, I feel a little bit of pressure, mm-hmm. um, which my doctor told me was to be expected. Cause she's mm-hmm. like, you have something in there. Yes. It's kind of taking up the space that all of your organs were used to. <laughs> They're like, excuse me, this has always been my home. Yeah, and, and he's constantly, he moves around like crazy. Yay. Um, and so like certain times when like I bend over, I feel like something in my side and I'm like, what mm. is this? And at first I, my first thing is to panic. Like, Oh my God, did I mm. pull something? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, but then I'm like, oh yeah, wait a second, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. something's going on in there. So just chill out for a bit. But um, I feel pretty good now. I have my days where I need to rest because I'm still traveling for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to kind of adjust to feeling this way because I'm so used to being, you know, constantly on the go. If I'm not working, then I'm cooking or working mm-hmm. on recipes for the blog. If I'm not working on the blog, I'm typing up something, you know. I feel like I'm constantly working around the clock and that is not something that is particularly Mm -hmm. healthy for me. And I'm sure it probably would not positively impact the baby, but Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to ebb and flow. Like if Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to take a day, I'll take a day. Good. Um, I was kind of forced to do it today because we had a leak in the sink. 
Oh, (laughs) there's always something, isn't there? (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? I feel like it's so crazy because everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And once I actually sat back, I was I'm literally been on the couch all day between working and just like you know, butting around and you know, chill, you know, relaxing. But Mm. I feel so much better than I did yesterday. Good. Um, and so yeah, I I need to learn to listen to my body more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Mm-hmm. You know, just just kind of take my days when I need them, and and don't push too much when yeah. I feel like I I have you know a nice amount of energy. Yeah, good, good, good. Handling that well, also. <laughs> That's great, and you know that baby, that baby's gonna be fine. He he's gonna be fine either way. You know, um, you've probably read this, but um, a baby will literally leach vitamins from your bones. If there's not enough, like floating around in the rest of your body and your, you know, everything flowing through the umbilical cord and everything, if that's what it needs, like the baby, um, the doctors always told me, so we're not going to go into this, but I spent quite a long time in the hospital with my pregnancies. I spent over 80 nights in the hospital and um, doctors told me all the time, the baby will get what the baby needs. Right. So you have to take care of yourself, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So that's insane. I did not know that they would take, they, uh, they will get what they need. Now that's in an extreme nutritional circumstance. I'm not saying like that, what would never happen in um, someone that, I mean, we're talking in like a malnourished situation, but it's just like our bodies. Again, we talk about the miracle are just set up in such a way that the baby, well, you're talking about this paradigm shift, even like physically, biologically, like, (laughs) <laughs> we really do become a host. The baby takes what it needs. That's yeah. just how it's set up. It gets what it needs. And um, so, yeah, you have to make sure you get what you need, <laughs> but he's going to be okay. <laughs> it's just so, that's so wild. To me. Isn't it? Science. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> science is amazing. It teaches us a lot for sure. For sure. You know, I guess that 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 makes sense, though, you know, because they have to, so that's right. That's right. That's right. It's like it's the um, the continuation of the species. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. that's, that's what, that's what needs to happen for the species to flourish is that baby needs to get what it needs. Yeah. yeah. And so we're just set up biologically to make sure it does. It's quite amazing and quite out of our control. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I did not know that, especially a person coming from the sciences. I'm like, why did you miss this? And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do feel like pregnancy is this weird thing where, um, like I've heard this before also, and I'm curious what you think, but someone once told me like, if men were pregnant, we would know a lot more about pregnancy and obstetrics. Like it's just for something that happens so routinely to 50% of the uh, um, population, it's like we're kind of behind on it scientifically. I would have to agree with that. Um, I am not a man basher, but no, nor am I. <laughs> I do think that uh, if if men were pregnant, that we probably it probably would be just like a more seamless journey, and mm-hmm. there would be so many. Uh, I guess fatalities or, or mm-hmm. difficulties mm-hmm. in it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, even in my own line of work, um, mm-hmm. men are overrepresented, mm-hmm. um, which makes it difficult when a drug is approved and we find out that it has adverse effects on women mm-hmm. or specific um, uh, groups of people, whether mm-hmm. it be race, you know, gender or sex, um, whatever the category mm-hmm. may be, people who have this pre-existing condition because it's only been tested in a specific group of people. Interesting. So I, I feel like I, I definitely would have to agree with that. It's unfortunate, but it's, it's true. You know, yeah. I feel like, um, I will also say playing devil's advocate, men yeah. don't have as complex a body as women do. No. So no. <laughs> let me tell you, yes, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm well, again, like going back to the beginning and just joking about like the lack of filter and the age and I'm not, um, I'm no, I'm still very regular with my cycle, uh-huh. um, but I definitely, things are changing. I, I, I think based on the changes, there's a good chance I'm in like perimenopause, okay. um, even though I'm regular because I mean, these hormone fluctuations once a month are <laughs> no joke. And yeah. I just keep telling my husband, like, I, you've got no clue. Like I, I, it's almost like a little mini pregnancy. Like my body's just out of control. It's just in charge. It takes over <laughs> once yeah. a month. And I didn't used to have that when I was younger. You know, it's so weird because I feel like my, like my PMS symptoms, you know, prior to pregnancy yeah. have finally mellowed out a bit. And oh. I, I always knew when it was coming because I just feel like I get a, just a tiny bit more anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in my teens in early mm-hmm. to mid twenties, my goodness. Oh, if my, if I was PMSing, everyone knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was emotional, super sensitive, like, and I never got, it was always like more of a emotional, um, I I'd always have emotional symptoms as opposed to physical symptoms. I never got yeah. mm-hmm. the type of person who, um, you know, bled heavily, thank God, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, man, it was, it was, it was tough. Like, I would cry. I'm like, mom, it's oh my God. But you kind of knew. And so you could ride it out, right? Like you can kind of say like, well, I I think I know what's going on here, but everything does feel so real in the moment. Oh, you're telling me. So I, I, I know exactly how you feel. I can, I can completely empathize with you on that because it is no joke. It yeah. is no joke at yeah. all, um, yeah. whether it's physical or mental. They're both very real symptoms, and uh, it, it's it's intense. Yeah, it's very intense. Yeah. I don't think a man could ever do what we do and 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 still go to work and smile, and <laughs> lead a normal day to day life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, we do each have our burden, <laughs> our burden bear. A particularly <laughs> sympathetic friend of mine once said, "I was like, I said something about, um, <laughs> I said something about like, I just don't think our husbands understand like what we go through." And she goes, "Yeah, but we might not understand what it's like to be married to us." <laughs> there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably there might be a point to that. <laughs> yeah, there's that because they do have to put up with it. So <laughs> at, least, at least they 
you know, maybe buy us some flowers and some chocolate and yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to let you be. Here's your lifetime and, uh, you know, your lifetime movie channel, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that you do. Yeah. Do that cathartic crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they go off on their corner. We stay in our corner and then everybody's happy. And That's then right. I feel That's like right. That is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful, but mysterious thing to be a woman, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. No, no, no. And I, I do think that is part of the reason there's such a sisterhood is because, oh, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you said like, especially you're kind of even experiencing that even more deeply with your mom now. Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. I, you know, cause it's one thing to hear, you know, when, when I was pregnant with you, I did this and we, you know, or I could only eat this. And, mm-hmm. um, my mom had actually had a really tough pregnancy with my mm-hmm. sister and I both, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, when in the beginning, when I was having like, you know, nausea and all those aversions to various smells and foods and stuff, she's like, oh, no, I hope you don't have what I was going through. Okay. Luckily, I grew, you know, we grew out of it. But, um, mm. you know, just getting even just a tiny glimpse of, of what that may have been mm. like for her was just, you know, it just gives you just a, like I said, a newfound respect. Yeah. It's humbling, right? Like you did that for me. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's so sweet. Yeah. 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 So, well, just switching gears to, um, cause I took longer than I wanted on this, but I don't regret it. I've loved this chat and I think oh. listeners will like the girl talk. So, <laughs> but, um, But switching gears, let's talk a little bit about your success as a food blogger this year. It's been such a huge year for you. So I'm curious if you ever felt like there was like an explosion or did things just keep rolling your way? And what do you feel like you did that facilitated the growth? What was the smartest decision that you look back and you think, oh, I'm so glad I did that? I feel like that's an interesting question because Mm -hmm a lot of people have said that to me, like, you know, you've only been doing this for X amount of months and Mm. you've had such success. And honestly, I always say it's, it's bigger than me because Mm. I don't feel, I mean, of course I, I invest in myself Mm -hmm. and in the blog and try to, um, keep up with everything as, as, as much as I can and always Mm -hmm. learn something new, but I, I really don't think that I personally did anything Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. really caused, you know, such mass explosions of certain things, but Mm -hmm. I I really do think um, it's truly bigger than me. I I just feel incredibly blessed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, um, especially how the blog even came to be, came to be, um, this was not intentional. Like, in, in fact, it, like I said, it was on a whim previously. Yeah. And um, I never suspected that I would ever even be a, a food blogger. My mom didn't even know that I could cook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like she wouldn't let me touch anything. And like for a while, it was always my sister. My sister can burn. Like she, she's, she's a phenomenal cook. So she's, she's, you know, always been the one. Like if we know that she's on the grill, um, you know, holidays. My mom's like, can you make these rolls? Cause you make them the best. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Hmm. And okay. um, and so. 
I think that when they found out that I could cook, they were just like, what? <laughs> well, what do you mean? And, and my husband, like, especially, you know, during the holidays when they would actually come and eat our food, you know, I would make the sides, but he would always make all the meats and stuff. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's all. That's always something that stands out more. They're like, oh, well, this is good, but have you tried that turkey or have you tried mm. that, you know, that pork loin or whatever? And so when uh, my parents came down, uh, like shortly after I started the food blog and I, I made them like a full meal, they were just like, you made this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but back to your point, um, I, you know, I, I, I just feel like um, it, it's like I said, it's just bigger than me. I don't yeah. really think that there was any one specific thing. That pin- yeah. And I, and I don't think that that's a bad thing for people to hear because I think um, I, I heard something once um, actually when I was working in the wedding industry, um, you know, I was a wedding photographer for almost nine years with my sister-in-law. And when we were first starting out, we heard someone say, it takes about four years to become an overnight success. And mm-hmm. I just always love that quote because I think it shows that there is like, there's, there's, there's often a catalyst there's often something that kind of pushes someone into like, oh, now that momentum got going, you know, but it takes a different amount of time in each person's career before that catalyst happens. And so all you can do is just keep going, keep doing your best, keep laying the frown, um, groundwork and creating infrastructure so that when that happens, you are poised to accept it and roll with it. And you know what I mean? And so for you, it did seem to happen pretty quickly. And I think that when you say it's just bigger than you, that just helps people remember, like, keep going, keep going, because the moment's coming, you just can't predict when it is. Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, I I know I work really, really hard at it. And I'm just pay off so so quickly you know yeah yeah you were um, there you had done the work you were prepared to um to accept it what came with just open open hands mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's truly a blessing I, I really i wish i had more like specifics on the on the topic but um yeah it, it all feels really i think the word is was a kismet or something mm. i think it, it is or you know mm. it just feels like a more divine than anything for me. Yeah. Like it was just set out before you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, um, I don't, I, I'm, I said I would be firm with the 30 minutes, but can I just ask one more question along the oh, lines of this do. exciting I year? Have, I have a lot of time. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> this will be the last one. I promise. It's just <laughs> such a fun, fun thing. Can you tell us about the commercial with Phyllis. So for, for people listening, yes, this is Phyllis in the office or she's sadness and inside out. Tell us the whole thing, Brittany. Like, how did this come sure. about? What was it like? The reception? Tell us the whole thing. Yeah. So I I actually was like on my way to meet up with uh, some friends and I got this email and I'm like, I'm for sure this is spam. Like they're like, yeah. you know, um, paid opportunity like you know you know the emails you get and it looks like spam and I'm like you know what I'm going to respond to this because because I'm not doing anything else and I responded to it and 
they responded like almost immediately. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely spam. Um, and <laughs> come to find out, he's like, well, here's an NDA, sign it. Uh, if you're interested in hearing more information, we can't tell you who is a part of the um, oh. the campaign until you sign this. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I read the NDA to make sure, you know, there wasn't anything ridiculous in it. Yeah. And I, so I signed it, I sent it over and they call me like within like 10 minutes. Like, oh. you know, we have an opportunity with um, Joanne Fabric. And I'm like, wait, oh, this is this is real. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm literally like driving into D.C. Um, and he's like, currently it's up between you and another person, but we really like you and we wanted to put you forth for the commercial. He said, only thing is, is that we need you by next week. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So is this like a PR agency for Joanne Fabric that was reaching out to you? No, it was the film agency. Oh, they had been hired. And yeah. part of their part of their job was to um was to cast the commercial. Right, right. Got it. Okay. And so I and, and it just so happened the following week was also my husband's birthday. Oh, and, oh gosh. Um I was just telling him, like, I don't know if I can should I you know, do this. I so fast forward. I we hopped on a couple briefs. They ended up going with me, and um, I was in, you know, on set the following week. Like it was such. It was a very quick. Um, it was a very quick turnaround time from when we when they first you know contacted me. Yeah. To, um, to when we actually were all together and filming. And when I tell you that was like one of the most memorable experiences <laughs> in my life. Like I don't just love the office. I've binge watched it. I've put it on while Christmas decorating. I um, I love that show. I'm completely relating to you on hilarious. that. I've fallen asleep to the office for probably like five years straight, to be honest it's with you. Oh so good. Like it started even from season one. Yep. It starts off with a bang. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was told my when I was telling my mom about, you know, who Phyllis was because she wasn't really familiar with the office. Um, she watched season she watched season one and she said, Brittany, I could not stop laughing. I was crying. <laughs> that yes it's such a good show yeah so um you know when i first met phyllis she said oh my gosh you are so pretty and i was like shut up are you serious (laughs) i was so starstruck she said you are absolutely gorgeous oh my gosh thank you so much i was like i just as a can can we shake hands because you know it was still COVID. Oh um, right. Like, yeah. I forgot about that part. It was yeah. it was December. It was like right in the middle of COVID. Yeah, we actually we filmed in October. Oh um, and it was so hard to keep it a secret. Oh my oh. goodness. It was painful to keep it a secret. But um yeah, and I she you know I said, Can I shake your hand? And she's like, just give me a hug. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> such a nice lady and like i feel like when you get that sort of you know very often the people you see on tv are yeah. nothing like what they are on tv in person yeah and so it was just she's actually way nicer she's hilarious is she um, she has oh just an amazing God. sense of timing yeah timing and she's she has that real dry humor uh-huh where it's like it's silent but it's 
you know, you, you know, when she's speaking, it was just such a crazy opportunity and just being wow. set in front of, in front of a camera, like, and there were multiple cameras, like, um, they rented out this house and just decked it out and made it look like it was like from like the seventies and eighties. Um, man, it was, it was just insane. Like I, I remember coming back on the plane and I like something about plane rides. I think I was talking to one of my friends about this. So many plane rides I'm always reflecting because I think you can't beat your phone. Yeah, it's yes, yes. Beeping like on the plane, and just like wow, like I just felt so overwhelmed with like joy, and I kind of felt like wow, I you know I can't believe this this happened. Wow, Um, I didn't want to come home. I was like, this is this is it. This is it for me. (laughs) That's it. I have a TV career now. (laughs) (laughs) Put me in front of someone else's camera. I'm ready for my close up. <laughs> I mean, how did that feel? Being that was I mean, I, of course you make little videos on your phone, but was that really your first time in front of a camera? In front um, of multiple in cameras. In a professional sense, absolutely. Wow. Um, that was because you know it, it was very legitimate. Like like the whole film crew, like I mean, it was like, you know, yeah. Take take so and so, take one, take four, take 10, you know. Wow. It was so well done and Mm. it it was just amazing like and i i loved being in front of the camera like if they had told me that like hey we want to sign you uh, (laughs) for the next 10 commercials i'd have been like okay guys i'm quitting my job this is it um thanks where do i sign Amazing. (laughs) yeah it was it was so much fun um oh what an amazing opportunity yeah yeah, it was it was crazy. And, and then, like, how about the response when it came out? So, I think that it was really well received. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it was so that, well done. It it was extremely well done, and um, it was funny. You know, yes, it was uh-huh. such a fun holiday, like intro to the holidays. Yes, um, it came out November. 21st if I'm not mistaken okay and it was right before Thanksgiving of course I blasted it on my blog on on all social media yeah and what was even more um amazing to me was that I never saw it organically like in ads on my own yeah so many people like were contacting like my mom and my cousins. They're like, I think your cousin was on TV. I think your daughter was on TV. That's amazing. And I'm like, yep, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eyes out. Cause I'll be back. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so amazing. People were sending me screenshot. I mean, um, like pictures on social media. They're like, I think this is you. Isn't this the video that you did with Phyllis from the office? And I'm like, yep, that's me. Yep. 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 Oh, how fun. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so fun. It was utterly insane. That's amazing. That's amazing. Do it again in a heartbeat without question. That's great. Well, so in our last in our last interview, we talked so much about your grandmother's life philosophy that she taught you. It started with vegetables. You never know until you try. And um, of all the things this year, personal or professional, what would you say? like really encapsulated that advice. Just you never know until you try that. You're just so glad you stepped out and tried. Oh, that's a good one. So um, I don't even know if I can fully 
I think I can speak on it, but I can't be too specific. Uh-huh. Um, there was an opportunity that came about in January this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's completely out. It was completely outside of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be publicized until Q4. Okay. Um, but I, when I was approached, I was like, this is, this is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not something I've ever done. Furthermore, uh, you know, thought that I would ever be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I accepted the opportunity and it turned out to be really awesome comparable to the the phyllis commercial really um, yeah i mean it's not going to be like on tv not on, it's not going to be on tv but okay. comparable in the sense that yeah it, it was just, it's big yeah it's pretty big um and so um that's probably the main thing that sticks out to me because I, and also th- that would be one if, if I'm allowed, if I could give a second one, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've decided to begin um, a food styling course. Oh, um, great. So many people have reached out to me and asked for tips and how I can do, you know, how they can improve on their food styling. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not sure when it will be released, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's in the works and I'm really excited to, to do that. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. So that, that, those are probably the two main things that stick out to me um, as far as you never know until you try. Love it. It's a great, great life mantra. Actually, I've thought of it quite a bit in the last year. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it, it definitely pushes you. That's for sure, right? <laughs> yeah, but it also takes the pressure off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Which is what I think a lot of us need. Mm-hmm. It allows you to go into things with an open mind. Yeah, love it. Love yeah. it. Brittany, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. It was so nice <laughs> to chat with you again. You too. And everybody, just tell everybody how to follow you so they can find out this um, this big news Q4 and also see the big birth announcement in October. Sure. So I'm at Brittany Brickspread on Instagram and Facebook and BrittanyBrickspread.com uh, is my website where you can find all my recipes and personal news and all that good stuff. Amazing. Thank you so much, Brittany. Have a great day. Okay. You, you too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Brittany for taking time during this extra special and busy season to chat with us. You can find all the ways to connect with Brittany and, of course, links to her original episode where we talk so much about her grandmother and her grandmother's mantra, you never know until you try right there in the show notes. So again, the show notes are just that typed up content that you see right there in your player. So just scroll down and you can find lots of ways to connect with Brittany or listen to her original episode. Next week, I will be talking with a guest who was threatened this year with an illegal eviction from his place of business. We'll discuss the community that stood behind him and we'll talk about the lives of 24 families that this guest single-handedly changed this year with his grit, determination, and business instincts. This is a good one. I can't wait to share it with you. So make sure you hit that subscribe button right now. Thank you. And as always, have a great week, my friends.